Let's get you back to the Built Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Final score here tonight to BYU 81 and Pacific 66. Our final score, BYU on the night shoots 46%, 26% from the arc and 59% from the line. Tigers go 39, 29, and 83 respectively. A lot of fouls, a lot of free throws. 49 fouls and 51 free throws attempted. There were 74 rebounds to be had tonight. Tigers grabbed two more than BYU 38 to 36. Turnovers, BYU single digits. Nine for the night to Tigers 18 points off of turnovers. BYU went to town there 27 to 10. So in a game you win by 15, you have a 17-point edge in points off of turnovers. Yeah, really, really good defense. BYU, let's face it, is a premier defensive team, uh, certainly in this league, but really in the, in the country, a top 25 type defense, and really did a nice job. And, you, you know, Pacific coming in here is a terrific three-point shooting team. And BYU did a heck of a job on them, a 6-for-21. And Abdalovich, one of the best shooters in the country, only I think only got one. And so really, really nice job in all aspects of the game, particularly defensively. BYU is just really, really good. I'll have more stats for you coming up from courtside following Jason Shepard in our Big O Tires Cougar postgame live studio. We'll have postgame honorees still to come as well. Final score 81 to 66. BYU with a two win weekend. Taking care of LMU Thursday. Now Pacific on Saturday. The Cougs moving up in the WCC standings. Jason Shepard standing by with Cougar postgame live. It's brought to you by Big O Tires and it's coming up next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Whether it's the smell of the Smiths, simply. The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Well, after... Having a three-game losing streak, Cougars now finding themselves on a two-game winning streak after tonight's win, 81-66 over the Pacific Tigers. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, on the app or at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location Monday only. With the victory, BYU improves to 16 and 10 overall. They are now 6 and 5 in West Coast Conference play and they now move ahead of Pacific into fourth place in the West Coast Conference standings. Uh, since we're talking about the conference standings, let's just immediately jump into the games going on right now in the West Coast Conference. Games in action right now, San Francisco hosting Santa Clara, the Broncos with a six-point lead, 39-33 over the Dons. There is, uh, well, the second half basically just started on the hilltop. Elsewhere, San Diego and LMU all knotted up at 50 apiece. Second half action, 17 minutes to go. And the big one in the conference, the top two teams. 12th-ranked Gonzaga has a 27-20 lead at number 18 St. Mary's. It's early in this game, and there's still almost six minutes remaining in the first half, but the Zags with a seven-point advantage over the number one team in the conference, that being the St. Mary's Gales. And earlier tonight, Pepperdine. How about this? 
Pepperdine in double overtime defeats Portland 94-93 to for their first conference victory of the year. And uh, that's who BYU plays next. BYU, they just wrapped up their three-game homestand. Now they will head out on the road for two games. It starts Thursday in Malibu at Pepperdine. That is a big, big game because coming up next Saturday, so a week from tonight, BYU will be in Spokane taking on Gonzaga. So you got to get this one coming up on Thursday. The good news is you've won two in a row. You're playing some really good basketball, and uh, now you can take that on the road and see if that translates to a victory in Malibu. Other local action, Utah State getting the win over Colorado State, 88-79. to Also, good news for Weber State. It did take double overtime, but the Wildcats outlast Idaho State, 72 to 71 in St. George tonight the Trailblazers defeating the T-Birds 86-79 Utah Tech gets the win saw somebody uh, tweeting out a picture of a former BYU head coach Dave Rose in attendance at the game tonight good to see coach Rose out and about and top 25 action games going on right now in fact there is I believe just one game going on and well there's two because of the uh, the game that I just mentioned between Gonzaga and St. Mary's the other one is number five Arizona with a commanding lead over Oregon State 66-39 there's still half of the second half to play everything else in the top 25 is a final Virginia Tech upsets number six Virginia 74-68 Kansas loses at Iowa State 13th ranked Iowa State getting the win 68-53 over the eighth ranked Jayhawks Number 24, UConn wins on the road at Georgetown, 68-62. Baylor defeats Texas Tech, 89-62. Number two, Tennessee wins at home over 25th-ranked Auburn, 46-43. Yes, that is a final score. Neither team reached 50 points. Butler at number 14, Marquette. Marquette gets the win at home by 8-60-52. Oklahoma State takes down 15th-ranked TCU, 79 to 73 number 23 Miami winning at number 20 Clemson 78 74 number one Purdue upset today by number 21 Indiana the Hoosiers getting the win by five 79 74 number four Alabama winning at LSU 79 69 K-State loses at home to 10th ranked Texas the Longhorns win by three 69 to 66 number 19 florida atlantic it's the road win at charlotte 67 to 52 16th ranked xavier 96 st john 71 and number nine ucla getting the win at home over washington state 76 to 52 we'll take a break we'll come back we'll have more cougar post game live coming your way next we'll let you know how things went for byu women's basketball and men's volleyball both on the road today we'll let you know how things played out for the Cougars as they were away tonight, however, at the Marriott Center. BYU men's basketball getting the win over Pacific, 81-66. Back with more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU victorious 81-66 over the Pacific Tigers. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU radio studios in Provo, Utah. We'll get you back over to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live coming up in just a few minutes with Greg and Mark. They'll have a post-game player guest, and they'll obviously talk 
with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. Let's update you on some earlier action. BYU women's basketball on the road at San Diego. This wraps up three consecutive games on the road. Now, they've been home for a week. It's not like they've been out on the road for three straight um, or, or have not been able to come back. Uh, but this does wrap up a stretch of three straight home or three straight road games. They were at San Diego today. Cougars fall by three. The Toreros get the win 52-49. Nani Falatea leading the Cougars. Excuse me, Lauren Gustin leading the Cougars with 14 points and 16 rebounds. Another double-double. Nani Falatea chipping in with 13 points to go along with two rebounds and four assists. The news not so good for BYU men's volleyball either. They were at Ball State today. The 11th-ranked Cougars fall three sets to one to number eight Ball State. The uh, the trip, though, was a split for the Cougars. BYU won the match on Thursday, so they split the two matches against Ball State. And when you combine that with beating UC Irvine a week ago, very excited to see uh, where BYU can jump up in the rankings once we get to next week. Uh, let's uh, check back in on Gonzaga and St. Mary's. They are nearing halftime. There's a little over two minutes remaining in Moraga, and the Bulldogs still holding on to an advantage of 30-22. to 22. So the first half, at least so far, has belonged to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Cougars getting the win, 81-66. After the break, we'll get you back over to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. 81-66, your final. Back with uh, more after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether it's... Here's Greg Rubel with Mark Cougar postgame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We will be joined momentarily by Fuseni Traore. Fus tonight with his 15th career double-double. BYU now 11-4 when Fus goes for a double-double as he did tonight. And Fus on the night with 19 points to 12 rebounds. The other player with a double-double was Gideon George at 12-10. and 10. So we're going to split the Waystar Star of the Game Award between those two players. The dueling double-doubles tonight. It's brought to you by Waystar. Simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. The Waystar Stars of the Game. Fuseni Traore. And Gideon George. Final score tonight, 81-66. to BYU over Pacific. That leads us into our New Skin Data Discovery of the Game. It's brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in the box score that entices you tonight? Uh, five blocks for BYU, and it was probably more like eight or nine. Uh, the hardest stat to get is a block, but five, BYU got five of them. And then 12 steals. That's pretty pretty good performance. That's pretty dominant. Uh, I, 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 I got to go with those numbers. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I combined those for a seventeen to two advantage in blocks and steals over Pacific wow. tonight. Yeah, and and then the, conversely, BYU not is is uh, obviously not getting turnovers, uh, and and so when when you're turning guys over and you're taking care of the basketball, and then. You have that kind of defense, man. It's hard to beat teams, and BYU's just been rolling this week. This is Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live. Fuseni Traore is coming up, joining Mark and me courtside here in a moment, and then we'll hear from BYU head coach uh, Mark Pope. So, uh, wow, what a weekend for BYU! Uh, they scored 180, 170 points in the two games. Uh, 89 on Thursday, 81 here tonight. And so they're scoring it in addition to the great defense they're playing. Everything's kind of coming together at a good time. Now can the Cougs keep it rolling as they hit the road here for Malibu on Thursday? 
been uh, it's been a tough nut to crack Pepperdine over the years. Yes, they've had more wins than losses, but the Waves have gotten BYU enough times. Things have been just uh, a little off enough to know that it's never an easy uh, excursion to get into and out of Firestone Fieldhouse with a win. They, and they do have, notwithstanding their records, some real offensive firepower. So that's always scary because a guy like Millette or, or whoever can, can get hot and, and beat you, especially at home. And they have some excitement off that crazy win tonight. Maybe that will give them a little bit of a, a jolt and uh, just can't take them for granted. And you're just setting yourself in a nice position. And you just don't want to be tripped up on a, on a game like that. It's a dangerous game for you. So just go in. You're on a business trip. You take care of business, and, and then you go you go to Spokane on the weekend and see if you can create some kind of magic there. But you got to take care of the biz, of, of the games that you should win. Yeah, it was difficult to follow exactly how things went down tonight at the end in, in Malibu, but it was a, a truly remarkable finish that got the Waves to win over Portland by a score of 94-93. to 93. And, Mark, you mentioned the offensive firepower. Five players in double figures for the Waves tonight. Millette with 25, 18s for Basham and Porter, 12 for Lewis, 11 for Mitchell. They scored 94. Now, granted, it went to double overtime, but still a 94-point outing and uh, helping to offset 35 and 14 rebounds from Tyler Robertson. What a game that was in Malibu tonight as the Waves win it by one, 94 to 93. And again, the significance of that is the Waves get their first win in league. They came into tonight 0-10. They now go to 1-10. As significant, Mark, is that BYU opened the week in sixth place in the West Coast Conference, tied for six and and just hanging on the edge of dropping into that bottom tier that plays on Thursday in Las Vegas. Well, what a difference a couple of wins make. Uh, the Cougars are now up into the top tier, the top four teams. Uh, they're currently sitting in fourth place but could be tied for third if LMU were to lose tonight at San Diego. Now, granted, San Diego kind of fading there. They're now down 10. The Lions, if they do win, would go to 7-4, and four, have a one-game lead over BYU at 6-5, and five, but the Cougars would be back in the top four, and the top four gets a double bye to Saturday games in Las Vegas. What about Santa Clara and was it San Francisco tonight? Santa Clara, San Francisco, and the uh, Broncos on the hilltop have a 14-point lead with 15 minutes to go there at USF, 54-40, to 40, Santa Clara leading it uh, at USF. And so Santa Clara, which kind of dropped back to 4-5, and five, could uh, really make it tough for the Dons. If yeah. USF loses tonight, they'd be 4-7 and seven in conference. Yeah, that, that'll probably finish them off when we're talking about, you know, that, dub, that double bye into Saturday. That would, that would end that chance, and they're kind of maybe even looking at a Thursday game if they're not careful. But the Cougs, as we said in pregame, Mark, are really uh, a top four finish should be something they should be, uh, you know, shooting for and yes. think, think as well within reach right now. Absolutely, and I think this this week really solidified that they should be, or, or certainly uh, will have a great chance at that because they've dominated uh, the other two teams that are vying for that same spot. So again, you know, you, maybe you don't win on the road against St. Mary's or Gonzaga. I mean, who knows what could happen? Obviously, but if you take care of the business with Pepperdine and then, and then hold court here at home, then you're in a great spot. Uh, I mean, I think they'll they'll be in that three or four spot and, and, and take your chances in Vegas. A typical St. Mary's pace of a game in Moraga with Gonzaga and St. Mary's meeting for the first time this season. Tonight, it's a ranked meeting, ranked versus ranked, and Gonzaga, which led by as many as 11 in the first half, leads by eight at the break. The uh, Zags did not score a field goal 
in the final 320 of the first half, but they go to the locker room with an eight-point lead. Gonzaga 32 and St. Mary's 24 is the score. And as much as the Gonzags have played with fire this year, uh, St. Mary's uh, needed a late run to beat USF at home on Thursday night. So really, yes, Gonzaga and St. Mary's still a clear one too, but we're seeing from game to game BYU could have beaten both those teams. St. Mary's almost lost to USF. Gonzaga's already lost to LMU. All these things taken together, anecdotally and otherwise, say this might be finally in the 12th year of WCC membership, the most interesting Las Vegas we've ever had in terms of a conference tournament. Yeah, and I I think Gonzaga's probably saying to themselves, you know, everybody talking about how maybe we're a little down and vulnerable this year. We're going to say something about that tonight and really came out strong against St. Mary's. Still a lot of time to play in that one, but... Uh, the, the thing is, even though they're at the top of the league and one of those teams will, will win the conference, um, I think BYU's shown that they can compete with them. And in a neutral floor, uh, we'll have ch- at least a, 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 bo- a fighting chance there in those games. And so that's what you just have to work for to get, get better, get confident, finish strong in the season so you're, you're the best of your game going into conference play. And, and who knows what can happen. Gonzaga still has a sta- uh, half to play, but uh, a statement of sorts in that in the first half in Moraga, the Zags led for 18 minutes and 21 seconds of the first half's 20 minutes. And so uh, Gonzaga going in and uh, keeping it uh, with a pretty comfortable lead over the Gales through the first 20. 32-24 is the halftime score. Again, around the WCC, Loyola Marymount 65 and San Diego 58, halfway through half number two. And the Broncos still a comfortable lead, 60-44 to over San Francisco. The miracle win tonight came in Malibu. Portland falling at Pepperdine, 94-93. to I went to the uh, the stat monitor play-by-play to try to understand exactly what happened in the final two seconds. And there were so many things that happened in the final two seconds of play in Malibu. But they included Pepperdine down three, getting a layup to make it a one-point game with two seconds to go, and drawing a foul for a three-point play. Well, the free throw was missed. And so it's 92-91. But then with a second left, all kinds of stuff happens, including... A personal foul on Pepperdine. They had to foul once the ball was inbounded, down one. So and game then, over right there. Right. Game over. And then, But then there's a contact dead ball technical foul on Portland after all of that. And so Portland goes to the free throw line on the initial foul by Pepperdine, makes one, misses one. And then on the technical free throw situation, Pepperdine makes one, misses one. So it's still a one-point game, but Pepperdine gets the ball because of the technical foul, and off the inbound, they score a lob to win it, 94-93. to And they get the ball underneath their own hoop, which yeah. is huge off that technical. Otherwise, they have to go full court and have a lob pass, but as it is, they run a little kind of screen for, for uh, the big guy coming across the middle, throw it up there, and he, he knocks it in. And so Portland, or Pepperdine, and by the way, on our stat monitor, they had zeros on the clock and Portland winning. So we said Portland had won, but then hold <laughs> the phone. Time was put back on the clock, at least on the stat monitor here, and there was more time left to play. And in that time, Pepperdine came up with the one-point win, 94-93. And so, yes, they get their first league win, and now they bring BYU into Malibu off of that. And so you imagine, you know, if you're Pepperdine and you lose in a heartbreaker double overtime, well, then you just think, well, maybe nothing's going to go right for us and you get a team down. Now you get a Pepperdine team going, we did it. We finally did it. <laughs> Luck is turning our way, and then they bring the BYU Cougars in. And the Cougars tonight defeat Pacific by a final score of 81-66. to And, Mark, it was a taking-care-of-business weekend for BYU. They had big leads in both games, never really let it slip. The Cougars led by double digits the entire second half tonight. And just, uh, I think, it's, you know, best weekend of basketball we've seen from BYU in a few weeks. Yeah, they almost look like a different team out there. They, 
struggled on the road at San Francisco and Santa Clara and obviously the heartbreaker of St. Mary's, which they actually played really well. And, and who knows what's going to happen at three weeks of heartbreak like that. How's your team going to respond? And I, I think we have our answer this week with how BYU's responded emphatically. Fuseni Traore popping on the headset with us. Fus, one of our Waystar stars of the game after his double-double tonight with uh, 19 points and uh, 12 rebounds. Fus putting on the headset. Fus, congratulations to you and the guys. Big win tonight. Thank you. And uh, nice to win back-to-back games this weekend. No, thank you so much. This has been fun, you know. So it had been rough for BYU. You lost three in a row. The St. Mary's game was a heartbreaker. What has kept you guys positive and optimistic that led to this weekend? Oh, like... After we lost against uh, Sam Harris, you know, like everybody was super disappointed, you know. But Coach said we don't quit, you know. That's where the champion comes from, you know. We always have to find a way to win, you know. Like, that was our mindset this week, you know. Like, even this week practice was super fresh, but I feel like everybody was just here. They want to get better, you know. And I feel like that's what we did, like, try to find a way to win, you know. Well, Foo's a great night again tonight with the double-double. And uh, one of the things I'm most impressed about is the way you and whether it's Dallin or Rudy or Jackson or whoever running that two-man game where you set that high screen and they come off and you roll and just that. that, What what are you trying to accomplish between the two of you when you run that play? Yeah, that's one of my biggest men focus, you know, and especially this couple game, you know, like, Coach really wants us to like to play two-man game, you know. Because if we play two-man game, there is going to be a lot of wide open, you know. If I'm not open, Dallin for sure, yeah. or the point guard is open, you know. And that's why we try to live there, you know. Because whenever we do, like, there is a good thing coming off of it. How would you feel physically this weekend? How's your body treating you? Yeah, it's been, it's been good, you know. Like I said, Robin Short been helping me a lot, you know. I told you, yeah, you guys know I rolled my ankle Monday, you know. And, but feel like I've been getting through it in life, you know, like That's just great. super, super, good. Gideon, super grateful about it, you know. Sorry, Gideon, Gideon George also had a double-double tonight, 12 oh. points and 10 rebounds. He had a good weekend. Oh, yeah, Gideon, like, Gideon is different, you know, like, you can see Gideon is always fighting somebody for the rebound, you know, he always going to go get it, you know. Like, I just love the way he play, and he's a leader, too, you know. What was one of the most important things you thought you had to do as a team against Pacific tonight in the scouting uh, report? Yeah, the most, like, the number one goal was transition, you know. Transition plus communication, like, they all can shoot, you know, one through five, you know. And that was our main focus, like, transition and communication, like, find a shooter, you know, like, they're all a shooter, you know. That was our main focus today. Puss, it seems like uh, mid-December-ish, you guys changed your defense a little bit, and I think coaches expecting you and Ratiki or whoever to to defend more on the perimeter and defend like a guard on the perimeter yeah. is that accurate and how's you know, I mean, it seems like you're, you're you've done a nice job with that yeah coach has been challenging me a lot about it you know like me and i think especially always to say like we cannot get any more like a big you know he always make a joke like say say seven five guy you know like he said we have to be we have to be able to help our team you know like so we we won't be in the like rotation you know like switching everything like that things so that been helping us like to, to stop like ro- too much rotation, you know, I feel like that's been helping a lot. And it's super challenging for us, you know, because we haven't done it all the whole last year, you know, and it was, it was like a new change for us, you know. Does it feel, Foos, that this team is getting on a roll at the right time of the year right now? Yes, you really feel nice, you know, like 
and I feel like we're just going to keep getting better every day. Excellent. Well, congratulations to you again on the effort tonight and the entire team for the win. And a big weekend coming up as you hit the road again. Go yep. to Pepperdine on Thursday, Gonzaga on That's Saturday. Uh, it's a big, they're all big weeks now, I guess, as you yeah. try for your best position in conference. Thank you again, Foose. We'll see you soon. Thank you so Thanks, much. Foose. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Fuseni Trieri will have the coach's perspective next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, and the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, joining us courtside here at the Marriott Center. Final score, BYU 81 and Pacific 66. Really successful weekend of basketball for the Cougs, coach. Oh, sorry. Hey, no worries. Well, we'll just give there. Coach a second. Coach, okay, just sorry. saying, uh, just a, a really nice weekend of basketball between the Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, it was uh, super important for us. These guys have earned themselves a chance to k- kind of, uh, you know, be in the hunt and seeding um, for this for this WCC tournament, and it's you know it's, a, it's still a long road to go, but we gave ourselves a little life by doing what we had to do at home. It was a really important weekend for us. I'm proud of the guys. You start the week tied for sixth. You end the night either tied for third or solo fourth, so you move up a couple spots. You beat teams in front of you in the standings on yeah. both nights. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super proud of it. Super proud of, you know, uh, we talked about this in the pregame, but, you know, the, there's – this team is this specific team is they're probably the surprise team of the league this year so far through the first half plus of this league, um, and you know they they're putting up huge numbers on everybody. We're only the third team, including us, the first time. It's just been us twice in San Francisco once that have even kept them under eighty, and so I, I was incredibly proud of our guys' defensive effort tonight. Coach, it seems like a similar type of game to LMU. Was the scout pretty similar? You, you did a good job on Abdalovich as well, but it's a yeah. kind of a three-point run-and-gun type team, right? Yeah, um, transition defense was the number one, two, and three key with these guys. They pushed the ball so hard, and they never got loose. Like, they never got loose. Part of it was maybe them trying to manage their energy at the altitude maybe, uh, but part of it was our guys doing a great job just being really relentless on it. And part of it was us having a real impact on the offensive glass. You know, one of the best ways to guard transition is to is to, to, to hurt guys on the offensive glass. And so for us to be at 14 again was really important for us. Time for our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise. One of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Going to go to the turnover number tonight. Back-to-back single-digit turnover games for the first time since November of 2021. BYU nine giveaways tonight, Pacific 18. And as important, Coach, 1.5 1.5 points off of 18 yeah. Pacific turnovers, 27 to 10 in points off of turnovers. Yeah, yeah you know, I've been really proud. I, I'm, I'm telling you, we talked about this earlier, but um, Rudy, you know, there's so many parts of this. One is our transition, our, our thrust, our transition offense is just the guys have just been okay now making simple plays. Like we're making just the simple quick play. And what's, what you learn as a player is this simple quick play is actually the genius play. It's the great play, and our guys are starting to embrace that a little bit, so I'm super proud of that. And then Dallin and Rudy, I thought Rudy was 
unbelievable tonight in terms of his mastery of managing this drop pick and roll coverage i thought he was incredible you know for the first time like those guys have come so far he's even he's even actually using the late seal to score like really laid off of two feet like that's like that's like step one two three and four in the progression and he was getting there tonight consistently he seemed like he had a total mastery of what he was doing down the strip again uh, and so it's 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 crucial to us, man. If we're going to have a chance to to keep getting better, we have to keep with the progress on protecting this ball. And so the guys did a great job tonight. You have something called dim numbers. I think it means defensive impact metrics. Yeah. Is that yep. right? Yes. So se- between blocks and steals, yep. the number is 17. When you add deflections yep. and other yes. things, you track you with a hugely yes. impactful night that yeah, way. Yeah, and I thought, um, you know, our, we got in foul trouble early. And um, it's such a gift for me to be able to, to go to the bench. Instead of tightening up the rotation, we expand it. Sometimes you're in foul trouble, you tighten the rotation. And sometimes you're in foul trouble, you get to expand it. And Trey and Richie had a massive impact on this game in the first half. They were both absolutely terrific in, in terms of their defensive assignments and in terms of their dim numbers and the impact they had there. Uh, I give a ton of credit to those guys because they really saved us in the first half. And, you know, Spence and – and uh, Noah and, and Foose, you don't kind of got to take the first half off. You mentioned a couple guys off the bench, but just your bench scoring in general. You had 35 tonight, had over 40 Thursday night. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. And when you're bringing in, you mentioned, you know, Richie and, and Trey, but Rudy and Jackson and mm-hmm. Tiki. I mean, that, that's got to feel nice as a coach to be able to have that those guys coming off the bench to give that kind of spark. Yeah, and I don't take it for granted either. I don't take – listen, this is the second game Jax came off the bench, and second game I thought Jax was terrific. He missed some open shots early, but, you know, he, he took great shots. He had a real impact on the defensive end and was great for us. And Rudy's always – he's been great off the bench ever since he started coming off. And Atiki had a, you know, a great post catch and an N1, and, you know, all those guys made solid contributions off the bench. PPP tonight to BYU 1.174 points for possession, holding Pacific a high-scoring team under 1, 0.957. Final comments from Coach Mark Pope coming up next. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continuing with head coach Mark Pope. During the commercial break, we decided to bounce around the WCC, check out all the scores, and and uh, the, the evidence is there every night that yeah. this league is as wild as it has ever been in terms of who can play well against whom on any given night. Yeah, besides besides Zags and St. Mary's, everybody else is just beating each other up, and and. Um, it's it's uh, it, it makes it really exciting. It makes it super fun. It's good. It's actually, you know, it's not the way I would have chosen for it to be, um, but but it's um, this incredible experience for our guys, and it's it's an unbelievable precursor for what we're going to face in the future. So um, it's it, it's fun right now. Every game matters with every single team. Every single team can beat every single other team, and it, it's pretty great. Your guys are already helping to break down Pepperdine, so you're going to see for yourselves how that game ended. I tried to explain it. Maybe didn't do it justice. It's going to be crazy when you see how they finally got their first league win. Today. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long time coming for an incredibly talented team. They're so talented. They're so, they're just young. They're, you know, they're, they're young like we're the two young teams in this league, and, and um, so they're going to be really, really good. They just got to get over. They got to get through the young, and um, it's a huge win for them tonight. 
Coach, it's a fantastic week after three weeks of kind of misery for you guys. How important was this week going forward for the guys and their confidence and their mental mental well-being? I know how tough it is to, to have those kind of weeks where you just, you know, it's miserable for everybody involved. But, man, what a great week this was. It's super important. And, and you know, it, it speaks to our guys' character. It's such a high level. Um and it, it, two things. One, it's so great to be home. You know, we started this league five or seven of the game, games on the road, right, or four, four, five, five or seven or five of eight. And um, so so the chance to be home is super important for us. And we're super great for our fan base because they've shown out huge. It's been awesome in this gym. And then for our guys, you know, they, they have never lost focus on getting better. And even though we had some results that didn't finish the way we wanted to, I think our guys feel like we're getting better. Like, it's crazy, guys. I can't even tell you, like, to try and compare our execution at LMU and at Pacific to what how these guys are approaching the game now, our defensive communication, our defensive guard your yard, our offensive just making sense of anything. It's like we're not – I don't even recognize the, the group. And that, that's a credit to these guys. It's what we've talked about all season long is just we have to keep trying to get better. And these guys have done it through some disappointment. And that is – that's a credit to these guys because – most people bail. Most people get frustrated. They kind of bang the wall, bang the wall, bang the wall. And the third or fourth time, they're like, man, this ain't going to work. But our guys have stuck with it, and, and we've given ourselves a chance now to, you know, to maybe put ourselves in a decent position. You know, we got a long road bit with this WCC tournament. We're super hopeful about it. Five-game stretch run coming up for BYU, two home and three away. It begins with Pepperdine Thursday, Gonzaga on Saturday, and to dovetail on Coach's Note a moment ago, 14,431 tonight's attendance number on this Saturday night. So BYU will likely hit into the next week, remaining in the top 15 nationally in attendance. And in a lot of different ways, BYU is going to head into its new conference situation next year um, with numbers that are representative of P5 basketball. And that's one of the standards that you've kind of set as a program over years now. You think about 14,000. There's not a single team in the Pac-12 that have 14,000 this week. That's the crazy part, right? Um, and it's, so it's um, we're just really blessed, man. We're, we're blessed with the support that we get here. And these guys feed off it, and they feel it, and it makes a difference. And we, we couldn't, uh, you know, I can't overstate how grateful we are for Cougar Nation because um, they, they are hanging with us. And, and it makes me happy for Cougar Nation, too, because, they're going to be here at the beginning through all these growing pains. Yeah. And then as we move forward over the next month and the next year and the next two years, as they see these guys, they're going to have seen them from the beginning and then see them what they become and turn into. And we're all going on this journey together. And that, my friend, is super cool. Well, BYU got through this one tonight, and comfortably so. Never saw a double-digit lead dip in the second half. It was a game that featured 49 fouls and 51 free throws taken. Yeah, I, I was devastated about that. I talked to Leonard before the game, and we were like, okay, we're going to break the record. We're getting over 50 fouls. And we came with one shot. I just, I just, I'm upset with the referees that they couldn't blow the whistle one more time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset with our guys. Like, we got to foul more. Yeah. You, you, when you set a standard, you want to hit it. Yes. You know, Break records. <laughs> Coach, congratulations to you and the boys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, it. That's Coach Mark Pope. 81-66 BYU over Pacific is our final score. We'll come back and hear from Leonard Perry and close out tonight's broadcast after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
All right, final score, 81-66. to 66. BYU improves to 16-10 on the year, 6-5 in league. Tigers fall to 12-13, and 5-5 five and five in the West Coast Conference. Shortly after the game ended, our broadcast intern Shiloh Johnson visited with Leonard Perry, head coach of the Tigers, and got his postgame comments, starting with his thoughts on playing in the Marriott Center for the final scheduled time. Love it. I think it's outstanding. And I, I said this during media days um, in the preseason. I said it. Um, you can go look it up. Um, everything's done first class here. From the time you, you get on campus to the time you come in this gym, um, all the small things are done right here. Um, it's a tremendous environment. My wife and my daughter's here. My, my grandchildren are here because I wanted them to see the pregame activities and how cool it is um, in a, in a first-class manner that they do it here. And uh, we're, this is going to be missed, um, you know, from Mark and his team to the program to competing against BYU to coming here and seeing a, a real college atmosphere um, for our players. Um, it, it's a big recruiting uh, deal for us when we're out recruiting. And we tell our, our guys, hey, you get a chance to play at BYU. Um, I've been coming here for many, many years. I used to work at Utah State, and um, this is going to be sorely missed. Um, just a really cool place to play a college basketball game. What adjustments did BYU make halfway through that first half that made it kind of difficult for your team to score? Well, I, I, I can tell you with uh, less than five minutes to go, and I think it was a, maybe a, a two- or three-point game, and it was a free throw. And they missed the free throw. And they got three rebound, three offensive rebounds in one possession. And it ended with a corner three from Robinson in the right, in the right corner. And that was a backbreaker. Um, that kind of that kind of broke the game open a little bit. And I think it kind of let BYU feel a little more comfortable. Um, we had it right where we needed it. Um, that was a huge, huge play. And we were playing um, at an uphill deficit uh, from that point. Um, but they did a good job. But we, we, we had 27... 27 points off turnovers. Um, that's uncharacteristic of us. Um, and we did that tonight, and you can't do that against a good team on the road. Both teams had some foul trouble throughout the night. How did that affect your guys' team? What affected us, uh, of course, with Keelan Boone. Um, he's one of our better players. We need him on the floor. Um, Trior is just he's, hes a big load um, in the middle, and we picked up fouls. We were fronting him in the post and picked up some fouls, and and kind of changed our rotation a little bit, but uh, give them credit. They, they played well tonight. Um, how did you feel about Jordan Ivy, uh, Ivy Curry's performance tonight? Well, I mean, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 412 or 413, so the numbers weren't great, but he was aggressive. Um, offensively and defensively, he did a good job for us. Um, he brought good energy, brought good energy in the huddle, um, so I was proud of, of how he competed tonight. Um, what are you hoping to see from your team as you prepare for, to play Portland and San Diego next week? Well, if we can't turn the ball over um, 18 times for 27 points, but we'll be looking at the same score. Um, so we're going to have to do a much better job of that. Um, but if we get back to who we are, we're a pretty good road team. Um, we play well on the road, and, and I think our kids will do everything in their power. Um, not to put us in a position where we, we lose two games in a row in conference. All right, thanks to Leonard Perry, head coach of the Pacific Tigers, for taking a few moments with our intern, Shiler Johnson, and appreciate them both 
Excellent. Uh, let's get to the box score as we wrap things up here tonight. 81-66, BYU over Pacific. Kooks shoot 46% for the game to the Tigers, 39. 26% from the arc to the Tigers, 29. BYU 7 for 27 for deep. Uh, from deep, the Tigers 6 for 21. This is one of the best uh, three-point volume and percentage teams in the country, and BYU did well on both fronts tonight. Uh, free throws, BYU 16 of 27, and the Tigers 20 of 24. So BYU shot under 60 from the line. Tigers shot in the low 80s at 83%. Rebounds went to the Tigers by 2, 38 to 36. Offensive rebounds, though, to BYU, 14 to 11, with a 14 to 10 second chance. Points advantage, the big advantage tonight in the miscellaneous uh, miscellaneous stat category was in points off of turnovers, BYU 27 to 10 there. So in a game you win by 15, you have a 17-point edge in points off of turnovers. Again, a single-digit turnover game for BYU once again. Only nine giveaways to the Tigers, 18 on the night. Scoring. Uh, Noah Waterman played, did not score. He was 0 for 4. Gideon George, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Double-double for Gideon. His fifth career double-double. And BYU is 5-0 and when Gideon George has a double-double. Eight points for Spencer Johnson, seven for Dallin Hall, 19 points, 12 rebounds for Foose. And for Foose, that's career double-double number 15, BYU 11-4 and four when Foose has a double-double. Two points for Trey Stewart, 11 for Jackson Robinson, 11 for Rudy Williams. Coach very uh, pleased with Rudy's game tonight. Atiki Ali Atiki with two. Uh, Traden Christensen, Jared McGregor, How Dong played, did not score. Richie scored nine off the bench, including a four-for-four four performance from the free-throw line. And that those four free throws made are a new career high for Richie. All right, those are the numbers. The one that matters most, the big number on the board is 81 to 66. BYU a 15 point win, and the Cougs win back to back games on this WCC weekend. That'll do it for tonight. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators Corbin Radford and James Finlayson. Our coordinating producer Terry South. Our scoreboard studio host Jason Shepard. Our broadcast engineer Barry Squires. Operations, we thank Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. And on the corporate sponsorship side of things, BYU Associate Athletic Director Casey Stoffer. For my broadcast partner, Mark Durant. And with thanks to BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex and Pacific Basketball Media Relations Director Henry Golden. Our appreciation to both those gentlemen. Henry helped us get with Coach Jason Levy for our pregame conversation and postgame you heard from Coach Mark Pope and Fuseni Traore and the Tigers head coach, Leonard Perry, thanks to our intern, Shiloh Johnson. Our other intern tonight was Caleb Hatch back at the studio. So for all of those folks, my name is Greg Grubel, thanking you for tuning in, saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.